Welcome to Americanism's podcast. I'm your host, Thomas. And today, the episode is about Johnny Appleseed, or John Chapman. If you're new to this podcast, the purpose is generally for people who would like to come to America or people who are already living in America, but want to know more about finer cultural details. So that's what this podcast is dedicated for. The format of the podcast is pretty simple. I'm going to read a short story about a topic. I'm then going to reread it line by line and discuss vocabulary and whatever else is interesting, some details, and then I'm going to read it again at full speed. And hopefully you understand more than you did the first time. All right, enjoy. Johnny Appleseed wasn't always known by this name. His Christian name was John Chapman, and he was born in Lemonster, Massachusetts in the year 1774. Johnny Appleseed may have been born in Massachusetts, but he didn't stay too long. He traveled tens of thousands of miles in his lifetime, all of them by foot. He walked through New York State, Pennsylvania, Ohio, West Virginia, Kentucky, Illinois, and Indiana. Johnny spent his whole life traveling and planting apple trees everywhere he went, hence the name Johnny Appleseed. Johnny planted his apple trees on the frontier. He built fences around them and had his neighbors keep an eye on them so he could keep traveling. He came back to the nurseries once or twice a year, repaired the fences that protected them from wildlife, and oftentimes sold the property to other pioneers looking to settle. Johnny's faith was probably the most important thing in his life. He believed in a branch of Christianity known as Swedenborgianism and was a missionary for this church. He was an extreme pacifist because of his religion. He was a lifelong vegetarian. He didn't kill insects or even graft any branches on his trees because he believed that the trees could feel pain. Even hostile Native Americans who came across Johnny did not bother him because they considered him to be in touch with nature and the Great Spirit. He converted many Native and non-Native Americans alike to his faith. With him in his travels, he only carried a few things. His bag of seeds, his Bible, and a tin pot for cooking. He wore threadbare clothes and walked barefoot. There is some dispute on the day but Johnny died in the year 1845 in Fort Wayne, Indiana, at the ripe old age of 70. He left behind quite a legacy, and stories about him immediately started popping up. In the end, Johnny owned over 1,200 acres of land. He left his land to his sister in his will, as he never married or had children. He is also likely responsible for many varieties of apples that we still have today. There are also museums dedicated to Johnny, statues, children's books, television specials, and movies about his life. There is allegedly one tree planted by Johnny that still stands and bears fruit to this day in Nova, Ohio. Seeds from this tree have been planted all over the country in the spirit of Johnny Appleseed. Johnny lives on in the hearts, minds, and even stomachs of Americans everywhere. Okay, cool. Let's break this baby down one sentence at a time. Here we go. 
Johnny Appleseed wasn't always known by this name. Okay, so his Christian name was John Chapman, and he was born in Lemonster, Massachusetts in the year 1774. Okay, so first sentence pretty clear. His Christian name, Christian name is like your God-given name, the name that you're given at birth. Christian because the United States was a predominantly Christian nation, especially at this time. He was born in Lemonster. Take a guess how you spell Lemonster. It's L-E-O, like Leo, and then Minster, M-I-N-S-T-R. It's just an interesting spelling. In Massachusetts in the year 1774, Johnny Appleseed may have been born in Massachusetts, but he didn't stay too long. That one's pretty straightforward. He traveled tens of thousands of miles in his lifetime, all of them by foot. So he traveled tens of thousands, more than 10,000, a lot of 10,000s, you know, who knows how many miles. This guy walked everywhere. And all of them by foot, by foot or on foot, he traveled just walking, didn't have cars or anything. So he walked through New York State, Pennsylvania, Ohio, West Virginia, Illinois, Kentucky, Indiana. Those are all just states. And I encourage you to look at a map and you can kind of see it's impressive. It would be like if you walk from Massachusetts to to Chicago, it's about a thousand miles. And that's about that's like walking from Paris to Portugal. So it's a pretty long way. Johnny spent his whole life traveling and planting apple trees everywhere he went. Hence the name Johnny Appleseed. So only thing there maybe is hence, hence being like, therefore, because, hence. And just a quick little fact, he got his first seeds from cider mills in Pennsylvania. And a mill is, is a building that makes something. So a paper mill makes paper, that type of thing. A mill, but a cider mill, cider is the juice that comes from apple, apples. When you're, when it's not filtered, it's foggy. That's called cider. And that can also be made into hard cider. Hard cider mean means it has alcohol. Cider mills were big in Pennsylvania. They're big everywhere. And he collected the seeds from the pulp, meaning after the after the apples are squeezed, you can pick through. And he picked and got all his seeds from there. Okay, next, continuing. Johnny planted his apple trees on the frontier. So just that right there, Johnny planted his apple trees on the frontier. What's the frontier? Front, it's the it's the the line, it's the it's the border. At this time in 1774, anything west of Pennsylvania was still unsettled, meaning it wasn't as you think of America. There weren't even states there. It was just land. So that's the frontier. And that frontier kept pushing until all the way to the west coast. So he planted his apples on the frontier, built fences around them, and had his neighbors keep an eye on them so he could keep traveling. So keep an eye on is to watch, to watch for. Hey, will you keep an eye on my food on the stove? I don't want it to burn. Keep an eye on. Just make sure you're checking on it. He came back to the nurseries once or twice a year, repaired the fences that protected them from wildlife and oftentimes sold the property to other pioneers looking to settle. He came back to, a, to his nurseries. A nursery is a place for plants that you grow them just to a certain 
a certain age and then you might sell them or you might keep you might keep cultivating or growing them maybe make an orchard a place where fruit trees grow he came back to the apple trees he planted to those small nurseries a couple times a year once or twice maybe and he fixed the fences to protect them from wildlife wildlife like deer and different animal that might eat his food or might eat the apples and kill the trees or and oftentimes he sold the property so he sold his apple tree his little orchards his little nurseries to other pioneers pioneers are the people that are on the frontier those are the pioneers they're the first people to go you might be a pioneer in your industry someone who's leading the way that's a pioneer johnny's faith was probably the most important thing in his life faith here is like his religion his belief he believed in a branch of christianity known as swedenborgianism which is a fun word to say and he was a missionary for this church so he believed in a branch a branch like a tree a tree has many branches he was a missionary for the church a missionary is someone who goes out and spreads the word of god or what they believe is god in their in their faith and they try to convert people because they believe they'll be better for it. The Mormons are known for this even today. They travel all over and try to help people and spread their their word. He was an extreme pacifist. Pacifist meaning peaceful. He didn't he was not violent. And he was he was a pacifist because of his religion. He was a lifelong vegetarian, so he didn't eat meat. He didn't kill insects, so he, not even mosquitoes or even graft any branches on his trees because he believed that the trees could feel pain. Grafting a tree is when you cut off a branch and attach it to another tree. And when you do this with fruit trees, you can actually take different varieties, so different kinds of apples, and they can all grow from the same tree. But he didn't do it. He thought they felt pain. Even hostile Native Americans who came across Johnny did not bother him because they considered him to be in touch with nature and the great spirit. Even hostile or hostile. You can say both hostile, hostile. Both are okay. Even hostile or hostile Native Americans. It's unfriendly or antagonistic. Even, even those Native Americans did not bother him because they believed he was in touch with, in touch with, meaning close to, connected with. He's very in touch with his masculine side, or she's in touch with her feminine side, in touch with. It's very useful. So he was in touch with nature and, quote, the great spirit. The great spirit was um, basically God for the native people. He converted many native and non-native Americans alike to his faith. Convert change so they believed one thing they met johnny talked to him he converted them to the new church his what he believed both natives and non-native americans with him in his travels he only carried a few things his bag of seeds his bible a tin pot for cooking he wore threadbare clothes and walked barefoot this is cool threadbare threadbare so your clothes are made up of many threads Something threadbare, bare, B-A-R-E, means like naked, exposed. So threadbare clothes are clothes that you can see through almost. You can see the little lines, the little threads. And then he walked around barefoot. 
bare, naked, foot, your foot. So he had no shoes, barefoot. There is some dispute on the day. So people can't agree, dispute. But Johnny died in the year 1845 in Fort Wayne, Indiana, at the ripe old age of 70. Ripe old age. That's something you might hear. Ripe, like a fruit. When it's ready to eat, it's ripe. Ripe old age. So he's an old man, 70. It's a pretty long time for back then. Legacy. Um, here's a few definitions. An amount of money or property left to someone in a will, or the thing handed down by the predecessor. In the end, Johnny owned over 1,200 acres of land. Um, 1,200 is 1200. Zero, zero. 1,200. He left his land to his sister in his will as he never married or had children. So his will, the will is the document that a lawyer, you and a lawyer, you sit down and you say, if I die, I want my guitar to go to my brother and I want my money to go to my sister and I want whatever. It's what you want to leave behind that you have. He's also likely responsible for many varieties of apples we have today. And I said before how he didn't graft. He didn't take the branches. He just left the trees alone. And because he did this, the trees had to adapt to the different climates. So they uh, slowly changed over time. And that's why we have some different varieties today because he didn't graft. There are also museums dedicated to Johnny, statues, children's books, television specials, and movies about his life. There is allegedly one tree planted by Johnny that still stands and bears fruit to this day in Nova, Ohio. Allegedly means it's not totally confirmed. People say it is, but it's I couldn't find I couldn't find it online anywhere if it was actually verified. So it might be, it might not be, but it's pretty cool. And just to point out, it says that still stands and bears fruit to this day. In this case, bear bears. It's not the animal, it's not naked, but it is spelled B-E-A-R-S, bears. And that means that it has, that it gives, it gives fruit. If you work very hard, it might bear results. Seeds from this tree have been planted all over the country in the spirit of Johnny Appleseed. For example, in the spirit of good sportsmanship, I will not take steroids. I won't take things to make me stronger. In the spirit of, it's... What they used to like, spirit, your soul. So in the spirit of. Johnny lives on in the hearts, minds, and even stomachs of Americans everywhere. You know, your grandmother may pass away. She may die. You say she still lives on in our hearts and our minds. So Johnny lives on in the hearts, minds, and even stomachs of Americans everywhere. So that was a breakdown of the story. I hope you uh, picked up on some things. And now, here it is at normal speed. Johnny Appleseed wasn't always known by this name. His Christian name was John Chapman, and he was born in Lemonster, Massachusetts in 1774. Johnny Appleseed may have been born in Massachusetts, but he didn't stay too long. He traveled tens of thousands of miles in his lifetime, all of them by foot. He walked through New York State, Pennsylvania, Ohio, West Virginia, Kentucky, Illinois, and Indiana. Johnny spent his whole life traveling and planting apple trees everywhere he went, hence the name Johnny Appleseed. Johnny planted his apple trees on the frontier, built fences around them, and had his neighbors keep an eye on them so he could keep traveling. He came back to the nurseries once or twice a year, 
repaired the fences that protected them from wildlife, and oftentimes sold the property to the other pioneers looking to settle. Johnny's faith was probably the most important thing in his life. He believed in a branch of Christianity known as Swedenborgianism, and was a missionary for this church. He was an extreme pacifist because of his religion. He was a lifelong vegetarian. He didn't kill insects or even graft any branches on his trees because he believed that the trees could feel pain. Even hostile Native Americans who came across Johnny did not bother him because they considered him to be in touch with nature and the Great Spirit. He converted many Native and non-Native Americans alike to his faith. With him in his travels, he only carried a few things, his bag of seeds, his Bible, and a tin pot for cooking. He wore threadbare clothes and walked barefoot everywhere. There is some dispute on the day, but Johnny died in the year 1845 in Fort Wayne, Indiana, at the ripe old age of 70. He left behind quite a legacy, and stories about him immediately started popping up. In the end, Johnny owned over 1,200 acres of land. He left his land to his sister in his will, as he never married or had children. He is also likely responsible for many varieties of apples that we still have today. There are museums dedicated to Johnny, statues, children's books, television specials, and movies about his life. There is allegedly one tree planted by Johnny that still stands and bears fruit to this day in Nova, Ohio. Seeds from this tree have been planted all over the country in the spirit of Johnny Appleseed. Johnny lives on in the hearts, minds, and even the stomachs of Americans everywhere. Well, that's all for today. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Please uh, leave a review if you enjoy the podcast. Um, I'm new, so I'm trying to get a few reviews on there. I also uh, made a Gmail, an email account. You can email me at americanismspodcast at gmail.com, and I will get back to you as soon as possible. Thank you very much, everyone.